Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about massage and how important that is to having a good sex life, particularly for certain women under certain conditions. So before we get into that and um, all of that relevant info, please do subscribe. The most recent one was a request about how to think about um, being married when you got married too young and how you can uh, think about this and work on your marriage when you got married when you are, quote, young and dumb from a nice voicemail that I got from a nice sounding listener. You can always leave me voice messages on the Anchor app. Just make sure to tell me if I can use them or not. I'd like to use them. That's more fun for my listeners, but you know, whatever. Some people don't like to be anonymous. Some people like to be anonymous rather. So anyway, um, I just did a podcast recently on chronic pain. A lot of women struggle with chronic pain because there's high rates of depression in women and depression manifests somatically as chronic pain. Also, if you're a highly sensitive person and there's any sort of onslaught or assault to your system, you know, such as uh, any trauma at all, the physical or or emotional, then you can kind of uh, be knocked off course and develop chronic pain. There are many books you could read about chronic pain. uh, there's a, a back pain book about, by, I think, John Sarno. But anyway, p- point being, a lot of women struggle with chronic pain of all sorts, migraine, um, back pain. Uh, there's vulva pain, like literal vagina pain, which, as you can imagine, makes your sex life suck. Um, but the other ones do, too. Uh, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, just like anything you know, really anything. And just depression itself is a chronic condition for many. And so it manifests like chronic pain. In fact, you feel more physical pain of all of these sorts when you're in a depressive episode than not. So it's it's really, for for our purposes, pretty much the same thing. Um, And so if you have a wife who struggles with depression, then it's kind of the same sort of thing that I'm talking about. Believe me, uh, most of them are sitting on the couch, uh, exhausted, fatigued. Those are symptoms of depression, as I've discussed in my atypical depression podcast and posts, these are the symptoms that women have. Uh, It's called leaden paralysis, where you feel like you can't get up. Um, You lay around, fatigue, oversleeping, overeating, rejection, sensitivity, but temporary mood lift in response to positive events, which is why many women don't get diagnosed as depressed. But um, be, be that as it may, if you have a wife who ever says that her body hurts, Do you know how to make her body feel better? Because if you don't, I don't know why you're trying to get laid because it's stupid, right? Then you are really not positing, you're you're not situating yourself as like a person who is physically um, helpful. You're not making like associations between her mind, in her mind, between you and feeling good. She feels like shit most of the time. And even if she doesn't struggle with chronic pain or depression, 
you know, women are the weaker sex. Like, you know, good, blast me. I don't care. <laughs> women are the physically weaker sex. That's like how it is. They're smaller. You know, like menopause happens to them. They get their period. They're pregnant. You know what? The three pregnancies, that's personally, um, did to my body, you know. I mean, it's, it, you just end up like shit. Like even you get more cavities after having kids. Like it just destroys your body. But, um, and you, you don't ever feel like as, uh, you know, pain free as you did before having kids. And since the majority of you listeners have, uh, wives who have kids, this is very relevant to them. So, why should you learn to get good at massage? Because you make your wife feel good. Don't you want to make your wife feel good? Why the hell is she going to want to make you feel good if you never make her feel good? So anytime that somebody says to me that they don't massage their wife, then it's like, what are you like trying to do? You're trying to have sex with a woman who is like, not only does she have no sex drive because she's within monogamy, so she only experiences responsive desire, but frequently she's in pain by the end of the day. You could say you too, but let me guess, you still get an erection anyway. Oh, wow. Dr. Psychic Mom. She doesn't is totally different. If her back hurts, there is no world in which you going down on her is going to make that go be better. But just let me guess again while I'm on a winning streak, if she went down on you, your back pain would feel better. Yes, it would. Don't lie. But for her, it wouldn't because she wouldn't have an orgasm because she wouldn't be in the mood because she would be sitting there enduring it. Why? Because she's still in pain. With a woman, they have to relax first. I've made this very clear in all of my sex with women, oral sex on women, all of my sex with women podcasts. Women have to be relaxed. They can't be relaxed if they're in physiological pain. Now, what if they're not in pain? What? So then they're not in pain, so they still need to relax. What if they're stressed out but not in pain? Then massage can still help. So massage is like a free drug. All of y'all that are Googling like, you know, uh, drugs to make women have orgasms, you have one at your disposal. It's called massage. But here's what a massage is and isn't. A massage is something that involves a warm room, blankets over the part that you're not massaging, lotion or oil. If it's oil, you you do the laundry afterwards so she doesn't have to bust her ass worrying about the laundry because that'll make her not want the massage in the first place. If some shit's going to get all over the sheets, then she's going to have to do the laundry. Like, seriously. Um, and she has to, and it has to last for like at least 20 minutes. So are you doing that? No. What you're probably doing is coming up behind her, you know, massaging her shoulders over her shirt for two seconds and then starting, you know, what you think of as foreplay. That is not a massage. Or massaging her feet for two seconds through her socks. No, that's not a massage either. So if you actually want a woman who wants to be in bed with you and enjoy your body and respond to you in an uninhibited way, almost as though she were on some miracle drug that has not been invented that makes women want to have sex, why don't you try to give her an actual massage? And 20 minutes is only your starting point. Many men who start massaging their wives see a tremendous uptick in the sex that they're having, both the quality and the quantity, because relaxation is so, 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 so important for women. 
And the massage does not mean, let me make this so clear, it is not the massage you would want. It is not an erotic massage. It is not a massage where you do her back and then uh, all of a sudden you're on her ass. It's only been, uh, literally, she'll feel like he's always up my ass <laughs> because you are. Because you massage her back for two minutes and then you're on her ass and everything else. And it's not a massage. It's some bullshit for her. And then she's going to say no. If you say, do you want a massage? And you're a bad massage giver, then she'll always say no and then you're are one of the guys who's listening being like oh if only that would work for my wife but my wife doesn't like massage really she doesn't like massage how do you know how good did you get a massage how many youtube videos did you watch on how to give a perfect massage not an erotic massage but a good massage from actual youtube massage people not youtube erotic massage people there's a big difference so if you are so good at giving a massage and she still doesn't like it if you say, literally, I'm trying to get better at massage, uh, what could I do better? Should I use lotion? Should I make the room warmer? Should I make sure to keep the blanket on you on the parts that I'm not massaging? Should I focus on the parts that actually hurt you instead of the parts I like to touch, like your feet instead of your ass? And if she says, oh, no, honey, you're so wonderful, and I look forward to um, massages all the time from you, great. Then you're one of the few guys that doesn't have to listen to this. If she says, no, it's okay, it's okay, I don't like massage, but she has ever booked a massage in her entire life, then she's lying to spare your feelings and or because you turn massages into sex. If she's somebody who totally hates being touched, like she doesn't get manicure, she doesn't get pedicure, she barely gets her hair done at the salon, she would never book a massage, she like, you know, um, hates when your kids even cuddle her, then I believe it. Then I believe she's a woman with a massive touch aversion, possibly rooted in trauma, maybe just how she's wired, and she is somebody who hates touch of all sorts and you should certainly not try to massage her because she would take it as some sort of a full attack, you know, and be terrified. But for the guys who are not with women who are touch phobic and who have ever booked a massage but just don't like when the guy does it, there's a reason she doesn't like when you do it because you don't do it right. So if she has ever paid for a massage but she wouldn't want a massage from you, then it's because you're not doing it right. Now, why would she allow you to be married to her for 20 years without teaching you how to do it better? A few reasons. All the re well, not very few. few it, it's one reason. She doesn't want to hurt your feelings. She's awkward around confrontation. And she's like a people pleaser. You may say she's a fucking critical people pleaser. That may be true. But still, on some level, she hates confrontation. And you sulk when you get uh, confront it. So you can refer back to my podcast on how to get more sexual feedback, more honest sexual feedback. And it's the same techniques for how to get more massage feedback. Because if a woman has ever paid for a massage, believe me, she wishes that you were good at doing it. And your sex life could be transformed by you learning to do it better. Because if you get a good massage, then you feel drunk. And doesn't she act better in bed when she's drunk? Isn't she happier? Isn't she more uninhibited? Doesn't she feel looser? Like, you know, like loosey-goosey? You know, not at any weird graphic sense. But like kind of mentally, she's uninhibited. She's relaxed. She's there. She's into you because you have just provided a positive physical experience right and another big so so okay so let's go through all the mistakes guys make right i did this with the oral sex podcast room is too cold uh don't use lotion do it over the clothes don't continue the spot that she likes whatever that spot is even if it's not erotic especially if it's not erotic don't do it for long enough uh make it tit for tat um, basically, oh, here, just to explore that one, some guys are like, but when I massage her, she goes to sleep. 
like this is bad. Like providing your wife with such a wonderful, relaxing experience that she would actually go to sleep is bad. That's good. That's building up so much goodwill. That's making your wife feel good and relaxed. And you know what? It's going to come back to you. She's going to want to have sex the next day or the following day or in a week or something that she wouldn't have wanted otherwise because she is coming to associate you with somebody that she wants to be close to because it feels good. This would be like trying to train a dog to do tricks but refusing to ever pet the dog. You know, your um, the petting the dog in this case is massage. Men think that it's sex. The petting the dog for a man is sex. Petting a dog for a woman is frequently massage. Massage and cuddling. Some women do not like hard massage. Some women love hard massage, but they don't like to tell you because when they say do it harder, you sulk and you sniffle and you say, I don't know, I thought I wasn't supposed to, blah, blah, blah. Here, well, don't do that. Don't be sulky, right? Next one is that guys like do it for just a few minutes and then they say something like my hands hurt. Well, listen, if you were doing some like crazy fingering technique, you wouldn't say that shit. If you were allowed to go down on her, then you wouldn't say that shit after two minutes. If you do, then you shouldn't be allowed to go down on her, right? But with if it was pure sex, if you thought about it as sex, then you wouldn't say... Mm, my dick hurts, you know, I don't really want to do it like this. Hopefully, right? Hopefully you would be so into the idea of her responding to you that you would continue doing whatever with your fingers, with your mouth, with your penis. But if she likes massage for longer than many guys are like, mm, I'm done, no, my, my hands hurt. Well, this is foreplay for her. If you wouldn't want to stop touching her breasts or whatever other part of her body, you know, like if you wouldn't say the same thing in the middle of of giving her an orgasm with your fingers, you wouldn't be like, mm, my hands hurt, got to stop. Then why would you say that during a massage? You know, like if you're not in good enough shape to give a 20 minute massage, then maybe you could work on that, right? Same as she could work on, you know, if she wasn't able to have sex for 20 minutes, that would be a problem for her to work up to, right? And I talk about that all the time, the need for foreplay, the need for foreplay. I talk about this to women in session. I talk about it in my podcast. I talk about it in my posts. Sex should not just be five minutes. It shouldn't be 10 minutes. You should be having foreplay. You should touch the man's penis. Oh, hello, there's an idea, right? So now I'm saying it to men. If you, if you get good at massage and making her feel good, especially if she has a sensual arousal, blueprint so go back to the blueprint go back to the erotic blueprint podcast if she has a sensual blueprint this will be even more important for her and if she has any chronic pain and if she has any uh trouble with being stressed out and tense all of these types of women who are hitting the anxious the depressed the chronic pain i mean shit this is like the entirety of of the women that i see right and the entirety of most women past 35 so learn to do this and then you will reap the dividends. You can get her into a very uh, relaxed state where it's almost like she just had a drink. Oh, by the way, this was, uh, now I remember, another uh, problem that people have is they'll only do it at one time of the day. They'll only do it at night. I've already told you she can't have sex at night because testosterone is at its peak at 6 a.m. and at its lowest at 6 p.m. So already she has zero sex drive at night, and now you're trying to give her a massage when she's exhausted. Of course she's going to fall asleep. So let her fall asleep, and she's come to associate you with something positive, right? Uh, somebody who, who puts me to sleep because he's such a good masseuse. That is a very, very good way for a woman to think about her husband. Then some men are like they won't give the massage in the morning or in the afternoon for those encounters because it just doesn't even occur to them to do because I don't know why. 
But if you, but most women that struggle with anxiety, depression, chronic pain, all these things that I'm saying, sleeping is not a good thing. You wake up feeling worse than you did to go to sleep. You wake up feeling stiff. A lot of women grind their teeth. A lot of women clench their fists. These are all symptoms of anxiety, chronic pain, and depression, which again, many, 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 many women struggle with. And if you include all the women who are not diagnosed, it's almost 100%, I would bet. So, you know, so you have two choices, you know, you could become depressed after hearing that sentence and decide that you're not going to be heterosexual anymore, or for the ones that still persevere, then you can get good at making her body feel good, because it doesn't usually feel good. So that means that in the morning, you could start out massaging her shoulders and massaging her feet or whatever. You're going to have such a much different encounter for the women that respond to this, which is many many, many women. But listen, like everything is statistics, right? So I'm, I'm doing this, this podcast. Half of y'all probably won't even listen to it because you won't think that it applies to you for some reason. Half of you will try it, but the woman hates your guts because, I don't know, you're a porn addict. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. But she hates your guts anyway, so she's not going to respond to shit, and she's probably not even going to let you try. Then within the remaining quarter of you that try... I predict half of those guys will get a wonderful sexual experience and another half of them will get a slightly better sexual experience. So try to be one of those latter two categories, right? Everything that you think about sex for yourself, if you're a man, is completely not applicable to how she thinks. That is the thing that many men get as an epiphany from listening to me, uh, watching my videos, being my client. There is no no uh, continuity between how you view sex and how she views sex. You're laying there, your back hurts, you feel like shit, you know, you feel kind of like shit about your body, whatever, you're just on your phone clicking around. If she came over and went down on you, it would make you feel like a million bucks. You wouldn't remember the back pain. You would feel like maybe you're much better looking than you thought. Your body image issues would go away in that second and you would be having the night of your life. If she's laying there and she's feeling fat and tired and gross and stressed out and she's clicking around on her phone to relax and then you start to go down on her out of nowhere she is probably gonna punch you because she's going to feel physiologically attacked like a fight or flight response never mind that it will hurt her vagina literally and i have told you guys this in the oral sex podcast as you can never touch the woman's genitals immediately that in and of itself should be enough to convince you that there is absolutely zero continuity between anything that you think about sex there is zero analog to something she thinks about sex in the sexual realm because having your vagina touched out of turn is a harrowing terrible experience for women and the best night of their life for men if it were to happen to them that their genitals were just to get touched by a woman out of nowhere so that in and of itself that complete disparity in responses should convince you that i am correct and that there is zero zero analog between how men and women think so Try to think of it, like just completely wipe out anything that like she should feel X because I feel X. And I know you like a massage too, but guess what? You can have sex without a massage. If there's any women listening that want to make their husband feel great, give him a massage and have sex with him, go for it. But y'all probably aren't listening to a marriage self-help podcast because your marriage sounds pretty good if that's something you're considering. But on the other end, if you're a dude who's trying to get laid and failing, maybe it's because you don't make her feel good physically. So she is 
always tense, always stressed. Yes, you're listening to me and doing foreplay, but you need something even before the foreplay. And then if you say, well, that's not fair, well, shit, I'm, this is a podcast for adults. They ask me that every time because it's explicit. You know, they say, is this something you could have, you know, children listen to? No. So I'm talking to grown-ups and life's not fair. So if you could get a much, much, much better sex life from learning how to massage your wife, then why worry about what's fair, what's not fair? Lots of things aren't fair, right? So any, it's not fair that you've waited this many decades before you heard Dr. Psych Mom drop some wisdom on you. That too is not fair, but you don't want to get all upset about it. No point. So try what I tell you and... um, you know, see what happens. Certainly can't make things worse. So what you want to do is say to your wife, hey, I've realized that with all your chronic pain stuff and with all your your stress and with everything, I should probably get a lot better at massage. What do you think about that? She'll look at you like it's some crazy sex thing. You say, no, it's not some crazy sex thing. Of course, I would be hoping it would help our sex life. But yeah, you know, I've noticed, I've realized that I don't really do much that makes you feel physically good. Then I hear I am expecting you to do something that makes me feel physically good. It's really not fair. So I'm going to try to get better. And I realize now, after thinking about it, after research, that, you know, me rubbing your back for 30 seconds through your sleep t-shirt and then, you know, kissing your neck is probably not a mistake by any definition that a woman would define it as. So I'm going to try something else. All right, guys, uh, good listening. (laughs) Try this stuff out, and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.